Hello, everybody, and welcome to Childish Games Podcast. This is going to be episode 5, the true episode 5, because I labeled another one episode 5, but it actually was episode 4. Anyway, uh, welcome. This is a podcast about making video games, designing... episode 6. Excuse me, I'm doing the intro here. It's episode 6. Welcome to episode 6 of Childish Games. This is a podcast where we make video games designed by children. Specifically, my child, Arthur Clark, who is how many years old? Three. Uh, can you say it into the microphone? Three. Okay, yes. You can get as close to the microphone as you want. Don't worry about that. All right. In today's episode, we're going to talk about another game idea Arthur came up with in the car. He wanted to record... Samus. Say that louder to the microphone. Samus! Samus, all right. As you all know, I would hope Samus is the title character from Metroid... Wait, that's not what title character means. If she was the title character, her name would be Metroid. No, Samus is the main character of the Metroid series, a... Femme Fatale Bounty Hunter, who takes no prisoners, takes out the Space Pirates, takes out Mother Brain, blows up planets, and is a good guy all around. Uh, that's Samus. Arthur, what do you know about Samus? Um, from Metroid. That's correct. Samus is from Metroid. What was the name of the game? I think you had a number on there. Um, it's Samus 45. Sam is 45. All right. Um, now, this is kind of interesting. None of the Nintendo games are called Samus. All the Nintendo games are called Metroid. There's Metroid, Metroid 2, Return of Samus. Okay, you got me there. That one has Samus in the title. Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Prime, Metroid Zero Mission, Metroid Prime 2, Metroid Prime 3, Metroid Prime Federation Force, Metroid Prime Pinball, Metroid Prime Hunters, Metroid the Other M. And this one is the one where there's vampires. And this one is the one where there's vampires. All right. Uh, so I just gave that long list of all the Metroid games, and I think I covered every single Metroid game that there is. Uh, let me count there. I think that was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 9 Metroid games so far, but you're jumping straight to Samus 45. What is the significance of the number 45? And talking to the microphone. Um, there's this many bosses. You're holding up 10 fingers? Uh, there's 10 bosses. Now let me ask you a philosophical question. If you always denote the number of bosses by holding up the number of fingers that there are bosses, does that mean that there can never be more than 10 bosses? <laughs> All right, well, 10 bosses is a good number for a Metroid game. Uh, Super Metroid probably has about that many, if you count uh, many bosses. So this is a Samus game with vampires. Now, you seem to not know a lot. No, there's vampires for enemy, but not but boss. Vampire enemies, but no vampire bosses? Uh-huh. There's only one vampire boss. His name is Vampire Duck. Vampire Duck? 
Vampire Duck. Vampire Duck. Oh, Vampire Duck. Vampire Duck. Fish looks like this. Oh, Arthur's showing me what Vampire Duck looks like in Play-Doh. Uh, um, it looks like this. He looks like this. <laughs> okay, readers, uh, what he is showing us is... Let's see, how many legs would you say that Vampire Doc has? He has none legs. <laughs> okay. I, I could see that this Play-Doh creation didn't really have any legs, but... No, this one, he has just one foot. Okay. It can help but none legs on his foot. <laughs> okay. So this vampire is... Now, this is a leg. Okay. So he has one leg and one foot sticking out of his body. How did he lose the other one? Because he, he doesn't have two legs or two feet. Okay, but did he used to have two legs and feet and then he lost one? Or was he just born that way? He was just born that way. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, sounded like a sorry lot in life. You know vampires were originally people who got turned into vampires, right? Mm-hmm. Does this vampire have any relation to Samus? Uh-huh. What's the relation? Um, I have different names. Well, that's not really a relation. That's, uh, that means that they're different. Is there anything that they have in common? Yeah. What do they have in common? What is in common? Does in common mean? Ah, in common means that they are something that they have the same. Do you know those pictures you like to play with where it says spot the differences? Uh-huh. What if instead of spot the differences, you had to spot the things that were the same? Okay. So what is the same between Samus and Vampire Doc? Um, Vampire Doc throws rocks... And Samus doesn't throw anything. Okay, but again, that's not something they have in common. It's not a similarity. That's a difference. It would be the same if Samus threw rocks and Vampire threw rocks. Or here's another situation that could be the same. If they had the same mommy and daddy. What do you think about that? Um... That wasn't what I was talking about. <laughs> well, what were you talking about? I was talking about what was the difference between, between common and common and... So I guess the takeaway here is Samus and Vampire Dog don't really have anything in common at all. They're complete opposites, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so Vampire Dog throws rocks... You know Samus has a power mech suit, right? That would easily block any rocks that were thrown at her? But these rocks are bigger than her thing that's on her. Okay, so they're really big boulders, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Now, as far as I know, the only knowledge you... As far as I know, the only knowledge you have of Samus is you saw her on a t-shirt I was wearing and said, Who's that? Is that right? Uh-huh. So do you know anything else about Samus? Uh-huh. What else do you know? I 
Um, what? Ouch, do you know? Tell me what else I know. Oh, you know what? You did. You watched me play the end of Metroid Fusion, didn't you? Uh-huh. Oh, Metroid Zero Mission, actually. And how young is Metroid? <laughs> how long is Metroid Zero Mission? Mm-hmm. Metroid Zero Mission takes between one... And I'd say eight hours, depending on how fast you play it. An average player should probably get through it in about three and a half, four hours. How long is Samus 45? Uh, it's maybe 11 minutes. 11 minutes? Uh, I would say that's 110 minutes, making it almost two hours. Is that about right? Uh-huh. Now, is that, if you, is that from a speedrunner's perspective, or is that from the it's average... How many Wait, 80 or 110? 110. Okay, so so is that 110 minutes from the perspective of a speedrunner, or is it from the perspective of someone who's new to the series? Um, of a speedrunner. Okay, so it would take so longer. So you out. What? You out. No, that's just the screen. <laughs> the screen goes black, and it goes into power saving mode, but it's still recording. See? Watch. All right, everybody. Well, we need to take a tissue break real quick and wipe a snotty nose. Hold on. And this is what the second boss looks like. And his name is Real Giant. And the Real Giants look like this. Wait a minute, are you hosting this podcast without me? Uh-huh. You can't do that. It's no, a partnership. But it's coming out. I just know this one is the number of Samus. Here, blow your nose. You gotta look at the microphone and talk right into it, okay? Um... This is what the second bus looks like, and he's a real giant. Do real giants look like this? Huh, that is a, a weird lion might look like that, because that's very weird. It looks kind of like a snake that's had all the skin charred off of it, is that right? Uh-huh. But it's a lion? Uh-huh. I wouldn't want to meet that lion in a darkened alley or in a darkened... Chozo statue guardian room. Okay, so let me. It's in a chosen statue room. All right, so it's guarding a power up that Samus would get. Let me explain a bit more. When Samus beats this boss, it gets the boss's. When Samus beats this boss, Samus gets this boss's power. All right. Well, that sounds great. Um, let me explain a little bit more about Metroid to people at home who might not be familiar with it, and to you who might not be familiar with it. Samus goes to a planet. She has a mission. And when she gets there, she does not have a lot of power-ups, but she can explore the planet and find more and more power-ups, and even get some from bosses or some that bosses might be guarding, depending on the game. And you get more powerful throughout the game until you can go wherever you want and finally go against the final boss. 
So what power does she get from this second boss here? Um, um, this second boss has a glass power, and she gets its glass power. That makes sense. A lion lives in the savannah, so it would have a grass power. Um, Samus has never really had a grass elemental power. She has had fire or plasma beams, and she'd had ice beams, but never a grass beam. What do you think a grass beam would do? Um, this one just has no grass beam. It has a grass... It has grass that can... On a green groove. Grass sticking on a green groove? On a, no, grass sticking on more grass. So its power is it can make more grass grow on top of grass. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And how can Samus use this to navigate the labyrinth? She just has to turn it into real grass. I've never thought of growing grass as an exploration power or as a weapon. How 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 can you use that to get around? Just when you jump over enemies. Okay, I'm getting an idea here. And um, this food box looks like this. Samus Samus gets a power up called the Spider Ball, and in the Prime games. The spider ball can only be used on special rails. Uh, in Metroid 2 Return of Samus, the spider ball can be used anywhere. That's where she turns into a ball and she can crawl along walls. So maybe when she gets that grass beam, she can grow grass and the spider ball can stick to the grass and climb around the maze. How about that? Uh-huh. Okay, great. We've come up with a good use for the grass power. And this fun boss right here looks like... No. Samus looks like this in the game. In the Samus looks like a very small piece of clay. Mm-hmm. So we're going with claymation this style. Fruit boss looks like this, and he's a caterpillar inside of a duck cage because it's a duck caterpillar. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, but I like what you've just done here. Without realizing, maybe, uh, you've created a new aesthetic for the game. Nintendo often says they don't want to make a new game in a series unless they can come up with an interesting reason. And this is not a new game. It's an old game. Oh, well, an interesting reason or an interesting way to go about it. So, for instance, they haven't made an F-Zero game since 2002 or 2003, something like that, because they said they don't have any ideas. But Kirby, they always have new ideas for him. One of which was a claymation game. So this is going to be the claymation Samus game. Uh-huh. Great. And, this, and it's an old game, you say. It already came out a long time ago? Yes. It com- comes out in one. It comes out in one day? Uh-huh. That's not very old. That's pretty new. No, it comes out in eight days. Well, that's even newer. It comes out in two days. Okay. Two days sounds good. Who's making the game? Me. Oh. Are you... What what kind of programming environment are you using to make the game? The, a real one. A real one. Okay, everybody. We're back. Uh, Arthur, 
You were just trying to tell me something. Is that right? Uh-huh. Okay. Then fourth boss is a dinosaur standing on the window and you listen. You hear me? Samus can climb up castles. So the fourth boss is a dinosaur standing on the window and Samus can climb up castles. No, can't. Can't? Can't oh. climb up this castle because it's taller than Samus. So well, what if she is... uses the spider ball and the grass power? Could she climb up it then? No, it's very big. She could climb a little bit that pit. <laughs> but not all the way? Uh-huh. So she has to go inside? Uh-huh. Because there are enough steps okay. to go inside. I was going to ask you about There's the... enough steps inside. Okay, I was going to ask you about the plot of the game a little bit, and I was going to ask you about... Why is Samus here? And this is a Samus game that has elemental bosses. It has weird creatures in cages. It has castles. And most importantly, I think, it has vampires and one boss vampire in particular. Is this game a crossover with Castlevania? Um, no. Castlevania is going to be... The one after this one show. <laughs> okay, Castlevania is going to be the one after this one show. It's just because um, Metroid and Castlevania are kind of related. There, There's a genre of game called a Metroidvania, and what you're describing sounds like exactly what that would be. So what is the plot of this? Where is Samus, and why is she there? Because um, she's here in this gun to fight. And the boss is in this game. Alright, well that makes sense to me. Why don't you go ahead and get that Play-Doh off the floor. This Play-Doh goes in Samus. The Play-Doh goes in Samus? This Play-Doh does. Oh, yes. Okay. Um... Samus, Samus is... Only just big with a fly. Okay, you're holding a very small piece of Play-Doh. Is that to scale? Or is she literally only that big? Is that her actual size? Um, no. So it's to scale? It's her actual size in this game, but in the other games, she's bigger. Okay, so in this game, Samus is only about two centimeters tall. Mm-hmm. Okay, but in the other game, she's bigger. That's why she can't climb the castle, because it's too big. She uh-huh. can climb it a little bit. Uh-huh. And there's enough steps to, to get on the roof inside. There's just no enemies inside, but just two enemies in the vampires and werewolves. So it's the same game where you fight vampires and werewolves inside a castle, but it has nothing to do with Castlevania. Uh-huh. And Castlevania is next week. Uh-huh. I don't know, I think that might be a little repetitive for our listeners. What do you think about mixing up the format a little bit? Okay. Maybe next week I'll interview you about one of the characters you invented. I like Bowser, Cows, or Kit. Um, Bowser, Cows, or Kit is just in Mario games, but we're not going to do a Mario game next week. <laughs> okay, that's fine with me. 
You are in charge of the game creation process. I'm just here and along for the ride. Okay, so you call this game Samus 45. It comes out in eight days. What system is it coming out on? Well, two days. Okay, talking to the microphone. Now two days. Okay, two days. It comes out in two days. What system is it coming out on? Two days. The name of the system is two days? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. 2DS. That must be what you mean. It comes out on the 2DS? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Arthur. Now we talked about Samus 45, I think, for enough. I think we're going to close the podcast here. No, I want to do the rest of the bosses. How many bosses are there? Ten. There's ten bosses. I see that from your fingers. But that would be too many to do in one podcast. And this five um, is just a claw skeleton. The fifth one is a claw skeleton, huh? No, the five. Okay. And the fifth. Well, you know, five and fifth. The correct word is fifth. First, second, third, fourth, fifth. Okay, Arthur, you know what? We're going to go rapid fire. I want you to tell me the rest of the boss. So, fifth boss, Claw Skeleton. What's the sixth boss? Claw Skeleton is the fourth boss. Fifth. No, fourth. And the fifth one <laughs> is what animal am I talking about? That looks like a Gudra from Pokemon. Is that the fifth boss? No, this is... Now what does it look like? Now it looks like a jetpack squirrel. No. Now what does it look like? Now it looks like Gemini Man. But does... Now does more Gemini Man than Gemini Man turns into... All right, well, that's going to do it for one, today. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's six. Okay, great. Now that's four. Now that's three. Yes. All right, Arthur, well, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back and talk about it some more, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our podcast. That was Childish Game, episode six. I want to thank... Gilva Center for the use of the theme. Um, this one comes out. In- you can find him, uh, Gilva Center on Bandcamp or Silva Gunner on YouTube. Also, um, we are now on Twitter. You can find us at Cool Game. Wait, <laughs> you can find us at Cool Games Inc. I, I, this is I'm Griffin. Can, this has been Nick. Well, we can find this on on Twitter. We can find us on Twitter. Can you say the Twitter handle, Arthur? The Twitter handle is Childish Game Pod. Can you say that? No, just but just normal Samus comes. All right, you can find us on Twitter at Childish Games Pod. Childish Game Pod. We could not afford the S. Just too many characters. And uh, I'll hope to see you there. All right, thanks everybody. Hope you enjoy the show. We'll be next time with It Sounds Like It's Going to Be Castlevania. Is that right? Uh-huh. All right. And it's going to be Castlevania for and four kinds of enemies. All right. Everybody. Skeletons, 
Werewolves. Uh, Arthur, you got to talk in the mic. Vampires and giant cats. All right. Vampires, skeletons, werewolves, and giant cats. That's our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye, everybody. you a trick. Do you see these blue wavy lines? Uh-huh. When you talk into the microphone, it creates these blue wavy sound lines. And if you're being loud enough, the lines will be nice and big. But if you're being quiet like I am right now, do you see how small those lines are? Uh-huh. So, say something to make the lines real small. Okay, see how you made the lines real big? That means you were nice and loud and we could all hear you. Now I want you to say something medium so the lines are nice and medium. Not not loud enough. Say, my name is Arthur. My name is Arthur. Say, my name is Arthur. My name is Arthur. Okay, that's a perfect volume. I want you to speak at just that volume, okay? I want you to say, my name is Arthur. My name is Joshua. Perfect.